Hello, and welcome to the Say It Out Loud podcast. I am your host, Christine Daynard, and the goal of this podcast is to encourage you to live your best and most authentic life by digging deeper and finding connection through vulnerability. I believe we have been taught that vulnerability is a weakness, when in fact, it is our superpower. In this space, I will share personal stories and conversations with others so you can be empowered by their strength and inspired to take action in your own life. Thank you so much for being here. Now let's get started. So um, welcome back to the podcast. You're here on the Say It Out Loud. I am talking to Shay, the goods with Shay Namari. Um, and we're talking virtually today. And I'm really excited to talk to Shay because funny enough, we were just catching up and saying like, we've never met in person. We've only seen or, or known of each other through social media. We have some mutual friends. Uh, so it's been kind of a neat connection. And I just knew she was one of my kind of people and really wanted to bring her on the podcast to chat with her, not only about like what she does in the world, um, but we're just going to have a conversation like we do here. It's sort of like a little like girlfriend fireside chat. We get to know each other a little bit and share a little of your story with uh, the people who are listening. And um, I would love to get started, Shay, by just maybe asking you to introduce yourself to our listeners, a little bit about you and what you're doing in the world these days. Yeah, I mean, hi, Christine. I am Shay. And uh, I think most most people know me from owning this company called The Goods by Shay. So I'm Shay in The Goods by Shay. I um, specialize in uh, making premium interior finishes. And I'm also a self-taught graphic design. And I apply that into my brand. So I design and create patterns. um, And then I turn them into interior finishes like wallpaper, fabric, uh, lifestyle goods and home decor and accessory products. And they are so freaking fabulous. Uh, I just, I'm like, and they're so vibrant. The colors are amazing. Like, I, I mean, I, I, one of my first questions actually for you, because I don't know this really yet, is when you create designs, like do you sometimes do custom designs for people or are you creating and people just sort of like go with the design? Both. I do both, uh, probably equally. I do a lot of custom work and I do a lot of, uh, I just make the designs and people buy them. Oh my gosh. So, yeah, it's fun. It's not it's like style, as you know, it's very loud and bold and colorful and playful. And it's just so much fun. Yeah. And I love this because especially I've seen like some of the wallpaper and like your yoga mats and like some of the things in the, the bags, like the, the things that you're doing, you're really creating a voice. Number one, you're, you're offering these amazing, like, not only are you creative and artistic, but you're also saying a lot in the art that you create. I feel like, you know, using those loud colors and those loud images um, to show up differently and allowing us to express ourselves in different ways, which I think is amazing. Yeah, it's 100% my language. Like art is my language. It's my primary language. Uh, I always say, I can't tell you how how good I am. I can only show you. <laughs> I suck in interviews, but I can definitely show you how good my work is or um, how I can bring your vision to life. Mm. I love that. And I love um, the creative mind, um, especially like my sister's an interior designer and, um, or like, and run, and she does renovations and like, she'll sit and have conversations with people and take all their ideas and their dreams and the things that they talk about and what they, you know, and then she all of a sudden, boom, she'll create a plan. And they're like, oh my gosh, like this is way more than I ever even dreamed of because we can't sometimes put 
you know, when we're not creative in that way, we can't sometimes put it out there the way that we want to. And then we meet someone like you, because I, I feel like this is a very similar thing for you. It's like you probably sit and talk to clients and kind of figure out what their jive is and then create this amazingness that they had no idea they were going to get. Yeah, I mean, I... I have a background in interior design. I went to school for that. So I guess it makes sense that I'm doing this, you know, what I'm doing right now is just maybe more of a retail side to it. But yeah, we have this ability to just visualize spaces and finishes in spaces and understanding what clients need and just providing that for them in real life. Um, so I'm lucky to be able to help people that way. And it brings me, honest to God, a lot of joy and just, it's a lot of fun. It's hardly work. Oh, I love this for you. And, you know, like naturally, um, you know, through the Joy Project community that I've developed and then building and through some of the work that I'm doing, like hearing someone say that they're, you know, fulfilled and, and their work brings them a lot of joy is really, it's really awesome. I love hearing that. Right. You know, so many of us go through life and we haven't yet found that thing, whether it's through work or whether it's through social or whether it's through, the, you know, our extra time doing things that really bring us joy and passion and that sort of like, you know, that fulfillment. People really seek that, but they don't really necessarily know how to put their finger on that. Yeah. So I'm curious from you, like how, how did your interior design background bring you here? Like how did that journey roll out? It's funny. I don't know if it did. Um, but prior to doing this, I worked for a general contracting company. I did not do anything creative. I was a project estimator and slash coordinator. And I, I helped estimate projects, basically. It involved a lot of numbers and reading floor plans. And it was very dry, not fun, a lot of pressure, tight timelines, and it drove me crazy, I'll be honest, because I was not able to express any creativity there. So on a whim, I had to quit because I was not happy. I was I was actually getting like ill. I was getting panic attacks. I was not in a good mindset um, or headspace. I was miserable. So I quit and I had no backup plan. But I knew I was creative and I, <laughs> I tried multiple things before this stuck. Um, so uh, yeah, I, I, it, I went through a lot to figure myself out right now. And what really happened was that I, I went to Morocco for my 10th year anniversary with my husband. And that's where my inspiration came. I loved the city of Marrakesh. I loved all the tiles there. And I came home super, super inspired to make my own tiles. And I did. And that was the first company I created called The Good Tile before it transitioned over to The Goods by Shea. So I, I started out making tiles, then wallpaper, then came the home decor and that aspect of it. And then I stopped making tiles altogether and just stuck now with wallpaper and home decor. Oh my goodness. So like what, so first of all, congratulations. I love what you're doing. Um, I think your work is beautiful. I've already said that and I'll probably continue to say that for a whole call. Um, but you mentioned just in that, that, you know, you, you left your job, which I'm sure there's probably people like, oh, like taking a gasp because I did something similar when I first left, you know, my corporate world's job. Um, and you mentioned that you did several things. You didn't really know what you're going to do, but you did several or multiple things and you tried multiple things. So let's talk about that for a second, because I think what happens in the world is that like, we all look at people that are doing this thing and we go, oh my gosh, like, oh, they're so lucky. And, you know, they found what they wanted to do and it's so easy for them. And, and, 
yes, parts of it might be easy in the love that what you're doing in the world, you, you're getting joy to the stuff that you're creating is easy for you in that sense. But getting here was probably not easy. So I would love to know from you, what are some of those like multiple things that you tried before? Yeah. Your niche? Yeah. I mean, what I mentioned earlier was to make a very long story short. <laughs> There's a lot of juicy details in the middle. Some are really bad, you know, some good stuff in there as well. But um, before I tried this, I was I tried uh, making t-shirts, really funny, sassy t-shirts. I tried my uh, luck with making cupcakes and cakes because I'm a sweet freak. Like I love sweets and sugar. <laughs> so like, maybe I'll try that. Uh, what else did I try? I tried a few things. I tried to partner up with a few people too, and it just didn't work out. And something happened after Morocco. I don't know what it is that the universe conspired with me. And um, I felt like tile making <laughs> was my calling and I did it and I loved it so much. And I felt like my background can kind of contribute to this as a business, like my, my education and in interior design, like it just, it felt right. Um, and I kept doing it. And I think I kept going because I was embarrassed to like keep starting something and not finishing. I'm like, I have to finish something. <laughs> I, so I kept going and I believed in it so much that I never stopped. And I, since then I haven't looked back. Huh, interesting. Well, you bring up something that I think probably a lot of people struggle with, especially creatives, right? Because we tend to be multi-passionate. We tend to be able to just pick up things and roll with things. And then one, one minute we're like, I love this. And the next minute we're like, I'm kind of over it. And so from the outside, like expectation, you know, the expectation of our culture is that you find the thing and you stick with it. Like that's sort of been, that's stuck around, like that's starting to change now, but that has kind of stuck with us for a really long time. Right. Mm -hmm. And like, really, I just want to first say, there is nothing to be embarrassed about in trying multiple things. I mean, I, I understand how you felt that. I understand why you felt that. And, and certainly like this cultural pressure from you know, North, this more North American so, social pressure to, you know, just figure it out already, you know? Um, but I, I, despite the fact that that's how you ended up sort of sticking and talking to yourself and sticking with what you're doing, but it really rang true for you, this passion of yours that was in you, you're really enjoying it and you're still enjoying it to this day. So how, how long have you been doing this now? Yeah, like I said, there was something special about the tile making. It just drew me in and I just couldn't stop. Like you said, we 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 like too many things as creatives and you know, one day we love something, the next day we're over it. This I wasn't over, I just kept doing it and I just kept getting better at it. And I just kept adding to the brand. So the wallpaper came right after the tile making. And then uh, I had like this natural progression of like getting or going towards making home decor. It just all worked together. Um, and I love that part. And I just feel like I found myself doing that. Like I, I, I finally now know who I was. I finally found my passion. I, I found my calling and it didn't feel hard. It didn't feel like I had to work too, too hard to get it done. Um, so yeah, that, that's how it all happened. That's how it all came together. Mm. Well, it sounds too like you, you know, cause we hear again in a lot of it comes down to this like social pressure thing, right? The, the expectation is that, um, you know, everything has to be really hard. And in order to, 
get something that's worthwhile, we have to work really hard for it. Right. And so I love how you were just talking about, you know, I'm like, cause I'm always encouraging people to like lean into more flow and, and follow what feels better for you. Don't just do things because other people are doing them or because, you know, somebody else has proven that that, that works and going, Oh, that works for them. That's going to work for me. That's generally not the case. Right. And often when we find ourselves really hitting walls a lot, it means that there's something in that that's really not for us, right? It's like we're 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 trying to attach ourselves to something that isn't really meant for us. And when it's when we're when we're having ease and flow and it comes more easily, it actually is because we're using the gifts that we were given, right? Like we're using what we can tap into more easily, and it should be like easy. I'm using air quotes. Yeah, I mean easy. Yeah, it, it wasn't easy, but it didn't feel it didn't feel hard. Like there was a lot of work to be done to stand up a company and to stand up a brand. There are no shortcuts. There's, there's a lot of work involved and you know that. Um, but it didn't, it, it didn't feel like work. It's just, I, there were steps I had to do. There were things I had to do in order to get this done. And I just did it. And I, I was happy doing it. So I guess I just found my happiness. I, it didn't feel like work or chores or anything. It just felt right. So I didn't have a hard time doing all the work. Yeah. Well, and the thing is like, and like you say, I mean, I think that it's the, it's the thing that you're doing is in flow and comes easily to you. It doesn't mean that the work itself isn't going to be hard. Like you say, building the business, putting in the framework, you know, like getting out there social, getting your brand out there, all of those things. Sure. It's, it is hard work to do that, mm-hmm. but the, the thing that we're doing, you know, isn't the hard part. Yes. All the pieces that come together. And when we get to a point where the business is sort of like, we've done some of that really hard work, we can also then bring in people to support us in doing some of the things that maybe don't come so easily to us. Right. Exactly. Um, when I had people work working for me in the past, they were doing the things that I wasn't good at, <laughs> like all the administrative work. I'm not, a, I'm a creative. I, I suck at administrative work. I suck at creating Excel sheets and figuring out budgets and stuff. So I had people helping me with that and God, did I ever need the help? Um, so that helps in, in expanding the business and growing it. Um, so yeah, <laughs> I do my part and I bring in others to help me do the part that's necessary for the brand to grow. I love that. And honestly, like what a way to like, just allow yourself to flourish in what you're really good at and be able to focus on the things that bring you joy. And there are people that actually get joy out of creating Excel documents. Like hundred yeah, percent. I have a friend who loves that, who loves the Excel sheets. I'm like, I, I need you because I can't stand Excel sheets. <laughs> so each their own. Yeah, you and I both. And I, you know, it's funny because like again, I think we we have this some this idea that we have to be all the things and and mm. we don't have to be great at all the things, right? Like, and because we all like imagine a world where we all did all the things, like it's kind of boring. Like when we can work together, which I think we're really built to work in community, right? I really think we're really built to connect and support each other. And when we can do that in business, for example, with you, it's like you're bringing in all these different skills. And everyone gets to be in their happy place, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and how how amazing is that? Like that's yeah. that's that's y'all have unique skills that make the world run. Like you we can't we can't do all the things, like you say. 
uh, I'm good at this, you're good at that. Together, collaboratively, collaboratively, we can make the world a great place. Yes. That's wow. how I feel. I love that. I but love that. you know what? I didn't start by hiring people right away. Like, obviously, when you start out, you're not you're not up there yet. You, you, you're not successful yet or enough. You don't bring in enough money to hire people right away. So I had to do all that work myself and I hated it, but man, did it make me like a, you know, a better person, a better business owner. Um, you have to do all the work yourself first. And then when you start to get the money in, then you start to hire people to do the work that you yeah. you're not very good at. Well, I think it also helps with that. Like you appreciate what you're what you're contributing to even more when you understand all the parts of it. And then yeah. you appreciate even more the people that are supporting you in it. Mm-hmm. because You know how hard that work is for you. And you're like, Oh, I'm so grateful that I have this person who can come in and take this part. Yeah, exactly. Cause for instance, like now I have to, uh, I don't have staff anymore. I don't have people helping me anymore because the economy is not, has not been very kind. Like since the pandemic, things have changed drastically. So now I'm kind of back on my own just for now. And I have to do all the work myself just to not overspend, you know? So I have, I had to learn those skills. I had to learn all the hard work, even the work that I didn't like, because if I was to go off on my own again, just like I am now, I'm still able to run my business. Yeah. Well, and you know, you brought up something really big and I think that, um, you know, those that aren't either in business or, or certainly don't run business or a small business owner, maybe don't realize that the impacts of that three years of our lives are still happening. Right. And, and it's a big drastic shift. So like, um, you know, talk to me about like how that has impacted your business, like going yeah. through the pandemic and then coming out the other side, like, you yeah. know, talk to me about that. Um, actually in the beginning of the pandemic. So I started in 2018, I have to say that. And then, so I, I went 2018, 2019, and then the pandemic hit 2020. 2020 and 2021 were great years for my business. Like everybody stayed home. Everybody wanted to redecorate everybody <laughs> like new office space. Uh, Cause everybody was working from home. Um, people were staying home because of the lockdown. So they were renovating more. So that was great for me. But then 2022 came about and everybody was out. Everybody was out of town. Everybody wanted to to travel because now you, you we were able to travel, right? So my business took a hit. Um, I experienced like 50% like less sales in 2022 than I did previous years. So it it impacted me drastically. There's a massive shift and a shock. Like I was shocked. All of 2022, I think I was in shock. I was like, what is happening? I felt like a failure. I felt like I wasn't doing very well. I, I contemplated completely like quitting and stopping. Um, but I, I didn't stop. First of all, I love what I do beyond words. And I couldn't stop. I didn't see myself doing anything else. And I'll be honest, the support of the community and especially the women in our community was tremendous in keeping me going. I have a lot of returned customers and clients and um, their support and their continuous um, efforts to show up is what helped me keep going. So I'm forever grateful for that community that I built and created and became a part of because it ended up supporting me and getting me to where I am now. Mm. Yeah. So, so on like a, like a more like maybe deeper personal level, like how, 
how have you been there to support yourself in getting through some of those hard times? Like, how have you, you know, like, what have you done to shift your mindset to like, get yourself out of those dark moments? Cause I know I've had many of those myself. And, you know, um, I think again, people looking in think, oh, people have it all figured out and everything's just hunky dory. Or like, once you've made it, you've made it. And like, it's a constant, you know, it's constant um, reconnection with self and, and resetting that mindset and going back to like, you know, reminding ourselves that our stories are just stories, right? So like, mm-hmm. what are some things that you've done for you in this time? of drinking? Right? Yeah, no, I mean, I was down for a while. Like, I think um, I, I had depression for over a year, like, throughout 2022 at least so I I didn't do a lot to improve I'll be honest or do for my or do something for myself to get out of the depression I kind of just fell into it and couldn't get myself out um so that was hard but I think because I did that um I didn't end up improving my skills um and I didn't end up adapting to this new world like this new world of of technology and being tech savvy and you know because most businesses now run on social media and you you kind of have to build um and develop all these new skills to be able to run your uh business on social media now you have to do tiktok now you have to do reels and you have to learn how to do all those things and i didn't i missed out on that i was i was busy being down and depressed and now i feel like i'm behind now that i'm kind of getting myself out of this depression i'm like how do i do proper reels how do i do proper tiktoks and and spread the word um because it was different back when i started like instagram wasn't the same as it is now now it runs on reels and and really good ones like you have to be really good at doing them and I feel like I'm not, and I, I slipped, I slipped up and I should have done the work then, but now I'm doing it. Now I'm getting, you know, um, taking care of myself more. I'm doing a lot more self-care, um, talking to therapists, um, being out and, and socializing a lot more, talking to other business owners. Oh my gosh, that's been tremendous too. Cause when you know, uh, or when you have conversation with other business owners, you realize that you're not the only one struggling. Like pretty much every business owner I've talked to has been struggling and kind of dealing with the same things. So when you talk to others, you feel less terrible about your own situation. And sometimes you even work together to get yourself out of this problem. Um, so that's been really helpful. And I'm I'm still doing the work. <laughs> and I think I have to invest in myself more. So now I'm doing more work being more tech savvy and learning all these new like tricks on how to advertise online. Cause that's, what's going to get me feeling better. I think once I start spreading the word out online a lot more about my business. Mm. And, you know, I really want to like, first of all, I want to commend you for, first of all, being willing to chat about this. The second piece is like, you know, I think that we have as a society have gotten so used to ignoring our feelings and not just addressing and leaning into the feelings in order to actually help heal ourselves and then propel ourselves forward. So I think taking the time, it's like, I, re- I remember hearing Jim Carrey talk about how depression, his, I think mm-hmm. his therapist talked about this, but that depression is like deep rest, right? It's a deep rest. We are going into deep rest because whatever we're doing in the moment, wherever we think we have to be, um, whoever we think we should be, or when things are happening outside of us that we can't control, it's like, we have to go into this deep rest to really attach ourselves to like, what's really important here. Mm. And to like, feel through a lot of what we're feeling, because there's a reason 
why you ended up getting depressed. Mm -hmm. And these are things that are out of your control. These are things like we didn't know the pandemic was going to come, right? Mm -hmm. We didn't know the impacts of that. I think all of us were hopeful, myself included, right? When I had the buzz to our company, I was also hopeful that in 2022 was going to be like the year of comeback. And then it so was not a year of comeback, right? (laughs) Um, and, And like you ended up talking to other business owners who at first were pretty cagey about sharing how they really felt. Yes. Right. Yeah. And so it's like you did, you felt like you're on this Island all alone. And I think that this applies to not just business owners, this applies to anybody who has been in a time or is in a time of struggle and, and, mm-hmm. and, and, and having a hard time or, or feeling depressed is that you think you're the only one, you're the one on the island who's having this problem. And you, we feel shame for talking about things that aren't working. We feel like a failure because we clearly have done something wrong if we're in this situation. And the truth is that oftentimes a lot of this stuff is outside of us. We can't change the circumstance, right? Mm -hmm. So like, you know, I really would encourage like anybody and including yourself. and, And I remind myself of this often is, you know, kind of taking that word should, You know, Mm -hmm. there's nothing you should have done, Shay. You had to do what was right for you in that time and accept that you were going through this hard time, right? To face it. Yeah. And now you're coming out the other side. So sure, could it have been great that you knew more about TikTok and Reels last year? Maybe. But like if you were showing up last year in the space that you needed to actually find space for yourself in, you wouldn't have shown up in the way that you are showing up today because- Mm -hmm you were in a deep rest space. Does that make sense? Hey, I'm just going to interrupt this episode right here for a second because I want to invite you to join me in the Joy Project community. It's a place where me and a sisterhood of women are building meaningful connections with each other, where we don't feel the need to hold back or put on our best face. We just show up as we are. It's a place to be encouraged to say the things out loud, to build your confidence, to learn about yourself and learn how to lean into your authenticity. It might be time for you to consider joining us. If you're feeling the pull for deeper connections, you want to have more honest conversations and find a place you belong simply by being you. We meet online every week and we host an in-person social once every few months within the Waterloo region. So if you're feeling the pull to be a part of a group of women who are leaning in to focus on the good, to see life with a half cup full perspective and lifting each other up, this just might be what you've been looking for. Learn more and join us by visiting itsmechristined.ca slash community. I really can't wait to see you in there. Oh yeah, no, of course. And I don't like to always put the blame on myself and I'm always, you know, about giving grace, uh, to myself and others. The the way I treat others is how I should treat myself with kindness and grace. Um, and I should apply that in this situation. And I did need the deep rest. Like we had a lot to deal with. We had a pandemic, we had wars happening. We had my, I had a very ill parent that, you know, that was, that was also something that I had to struggle with. Um, so a lot happened. So I did need the rest. I just feel like (laughs) I I need to catch up now. It's time to catch up now that I'm feeling better. Well, and I think that's, but that's the ticket, right? And like, you know, um, it's really easy to get caught up in all the things that we're missing, right. Or all the things that we're not doing, especially as a business owner, I would say, you know, in addition to just being a human, right. Because being a human, we have this idea that we have to like keep up with all these things, but Mm -hmm. 
certainly as a business, it's like it can, you can easily fall behind if you're not sort of staying up to trend with like how we're getting in front of people and all the, and all those sorts of things. But I, I do think that there is, there is a time and place and there's mm-hmm. like, even though we can't see the reason in the moment mm-hmm. um, that often it's impact it's like later we look back and go, oh, okay. That's why I needed to take some time to rest because I needed to heal parts of me in yes. order to be ready, right? Yes. To be here now. We learn about ourselves. We heal parts of ourselves that needed to be healing. I uh, needed to be healed, sorry. Um, so yeah, we did. I, I needed that rest. I learned a lot about myself during this time. And uh, now I'm ready to kind of propel forward. And I feel like... Um, uh, I wouldn't have been able to feel this ready had I not gone through that. 100%. Taking the time that we need. And again, I feel like we live in this fast forward society. It's like, okay, I'm feeling like this, but I don't want to anymore. I want to be in the place already, like snap my fingers and expect myself to be in this place of readiness and this place of action happening. And our bodies and our minds, we work in seasons, just like the, the yeah. Seasons do outside, right? It's like yeah, we're not designed to function this fast, but the world is moving in such a fast pace. It's you can't help but to feel like you're falling behind, right? But I think too, like there's always opportunity to take that time. Yeah, in the rhythm, like you're saying, you know, like now I'm ready, right? Like now Mm -hmm. I'm ready to jump in and like learn some of these things and try new things and get the word out there, which is which is great because you're in the energy of that now. Yeah. And sometimes we just need to take the time to be quiet and to rest. And we need that because I imagine yeah. if you were really busy in those, you know, two years during the pandemic, you probably needed a little downtime to like, just catch up. Yeah. Yourself, right? yeah. Like, good Lord. That was a crazy time for all of us, but yeah. Different. And it was a good challenge. Like, when you're going through hard time and struggle, like that's when you build the most strength and resilience. Your business is not going to always be thriving. And if it is, then you're not learning. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I, like I said, I learned the most during those challenging times and now I'm kind of ready and I feel stronger than ever. If I, if I could handle what happened, I can probably handle anything that comes my way. Well, yeah. And looking for that proof, right? Like mm-hmm. you have come through a really hard time and now you're on the other side of it. And there's proof that you can survive it, right? Mm-hmm. I think this is such a great, um, not only in business, right? Not only being a, a, an entrepreneur, a female entrepreneur, um, you know, right now, like facing all these changes and basically reinventing, right? Like how you do things, where you're at in your business. Like it's it's so important to just um, allow ourselves that space to just, you know, learn and be and move and, and then be able to propel forward. I was kind of losing my track there for a second. So bear with me as I like stumble through my words here to, to go back to what I was trying to say is that I think that's such a huge lesson for us as humans, mm-hmm. like, you know, finding the proof that we can make it through. And if we think about like all of the hard times we've ever been, well, we're still here, mm-hmm. right? We've still been able to somehow move ourselves forward. And if we're still staying in the same place for a really long time, it's time to start doing something different. Right. And I think that, you know, for you, what did you find that like, kind of, was there something that sort of jostled you out? Was there something you started to do differently or was it just reaching out and talking to other people? Like what was that different thing that you started to do? Yeah. Got you out I, I got out of my comfort zone. That's what this whole, like the last three years of 
pushed me to do. And I, that's where the growth is, is outside your comfort zone. So for like, since I've been operating since 2018, I've done the same thing. And now suddenly the same thing is not working anymore. So I had to be pushed out of my comfort zone. I had to do things I was, you know, I, that I wasn't very good at, or I was uncomfortable with in order to bring sales in, in order to bring more clients and in order for people to draw them into my business. And that is growth. I, I, I couldn't be mad at that. It made me uncomfortable, but it's so it should have like I'm happy it did because growth is on the other side of our comfort zones um otherwise you know if that if there were no challenges or um adversities I would have stayed the same and I don't think my business would have grown Mm. well and you have probably grown a ton personally as a result of all of this not just business related but right it's like Mm -hmm. there are so many transferable things that have occurred as a result of your business in this time, but it's also been a really huge personal growth period in your life by the sounds of it. Massive, massive. Yeah. Like I learned so much about myself. I've also learned that I'm very strong and resilient and I love that about myself and I've grown to show myself more kindness and grace. Like I mentioned, because before I would just like blame myself for everything and be critical, very critical for my work. But um, I think this time allowed us to be, to, to show more kindness to ourselves. Um, and I'm happy about this improvement. So there's nothing to be mad at <laughs> when it comes to that. Yeah. Amazing. What, what beautiful shares. Like I, I, I know that our listeners are like nodding along as they're listening to this episode and you know, it's like taking those steps and doing the things that get us out of our comfort zone. It's really hard to do. Like I was, I always say it's like knees shaking, you know, legs a knocking, like you're moving forward into that space, like sometimes pretty scared shitless, right? Because you don't know what's on the other side. And I think like, that's a big thing for us is that when we expect, when we have this idea what to expect on the other side, it's like, and when we don't know what's coming next, so we don't have a vision of what that exactly looks like it's nerve wracking. But the, but the thing is we have to learn how to, what you're doing is Mm -hmm. like trusting ourselves, trusting our body to tell us what's right. And when the time is right. And, um, you know, just leaning in and trusting yourself and doing the work. Yeah. Yeah. That's another thing I learned is that I should just trust myself. I have never disappointed myself or disappointed others. So why should I always go into something, you know, with a lot of nervousness or nervous energy, I should just trust myself and, um, trust that I'll do well. Yeah, I, uh, that's something actually I'm, I'm, I have to, <laughs> I'm doing now. I, there, there's an opportunity for me to grow and I'm kind of feeling super nervous about it, but I'm like, trust yourself. <laughs> uh, you've never disappointed anybody before. You have a good track record. Um, so I, I'm using that knowledge of myself to move forward with this opportunity. Mm, I love that. And I love how you have also like, you know, I think that um, you were mentioning earlier about how, you know, your, your business has sort of pivoted several different times in different ways, right? Where it started with the tiles and then it moved into something a little bit different and your name changed. Like this is evolution, right? Yeah. Um, we evolve as people, we can deny it as long as we want, but when we push it down, it's eventually going to find its way out, which is what it's done with you, right? It's like, eventually it's like, no, no, no. Hi. Um, we're going to take some time and figure this out. And then we're going to come out the other side. Right. Mm-hmm. So um, I just really admire, uh, A, your willingness, like I said, to have this conversation, but also um, to be willing to go and change with emotions because everything around us changes constantly, right? Yeah. And yeah. you can't stay the same. 
No, staying the same and staying stagnant is like suicide when it comes to business or even personal. You're we're designed to just con- you know to improve and develop and and grow. We're not meant to stay in the same place, especially if you're someone who's super motivated and ambitious. Um, staying in the same place like terrifies me. Um, so that's why I also I like to um find new ways to improve my business, to grow, to bring in new products, to pivot. It's actually exciting. It's challenging at the time, but when you're kind of zooming out and you look, you know, into it, you're like, holy shit, this is exciting. Um, and and that's what I try to do is just look at it from like a different perspective. Amazing. Well, I love this. And I have like loved our conversation. I didn't really know if we were going to just talk about all of, because, you know, as I Porsche, she's like, so what do we talk about in our conversation on the podcast? And I'm like, we're just going to flow. Because I feel like sometimes we're, we're so, um, dare I say programmed to yeah. have this idea of what we want to say the points that we want to get across, which in our business share, when we're marketing ourselves, that's really important. Right. But, but when we're having conversations, like what I'm trying to do here is to shift the conversation, right. Allow people to get more uh, outside their comfort zone and lean into just sharing the things, saying the mm-hmm. things about, because when we just keep holding them in and we live on that Island, um, we're not doing ourselves any favors. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm grateful for this opportunity because I think we live now, you know, we live on, on Instagram and social media and that's where everyone shares the best parts of their lives. But in an, in an, an opportunity where to sit down and, and talk to somebody about real life, like, you know, what we're doing in this podcast, you're able to be more vulnerable to open up and to share parts uh, of your world that you're, you don't normally share on social media. And that's more relatable. And I feel like it's more relevant and people appreciate that type of information a lot more. Mm, yes, absolutely. Yeah. Well, and um, as we sort of like, just like wrap up this conversation, the first thing I want to know is, you know, do you, what are some ideas? What can you share with us that's coming down the pipe? Or are you ready to share? Maybe you're not even ready to share. So you don't have to share um, what, you know, or, or what are some of the things that you're doing this year that have you excited? Uh, I I want to share actually like I would like to know if I'm doing the right thing or not I um I've always so I have a studio here and it's not like a retail space it's a studio you know on a on a on a small street in Etobicoke and my dream was always to have a, a retail space a storefront on a busy street so this opportunity now is here and it's just it makes me very nervous because it will um, stretch me out financially more than I would like. And it scares me, but a part of me says, or feels it's worth the risk. Um, so that that's what I'm wrestling with right now. And that's the, 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 the move I really, I've always wanted to make and now it's here. So now I have to make a decision Ooh. and I know it'll be great for my business. So I well, don't know. Like, cause I noticed like, not only are you doing, um, like the art that you do or the, this creative side that you do, but you're also like hosting things in that space. So it'll give you a, a space where in, in retail, people can like, just kind of walk in off the street and be like, Oh, what is it that you do? It'll give you an opportunity to get in front of people mm-hmm. also doing all the things that you're currently doing. Yeah. I mean, that's one part of this business or right now that I would have to sacrifice is, is doing all the workshops and the events because that space is much smaller than what I have here. Um, so I don't know if I'm ready to do that. Cause that, 
that part or that addition to my business has been a tremendous help in actually bringing me back or out of depression, like meeting with people, connecting with other females and um, people in our community um, is so rewarding. And I don't know if I'm ready to give that part up, but it's something I have to, to I guess, think about and weigh the, the pros and cons there. And my encouragement, of course, uh, is always to feel it out. You know, yeah. our, we always think that our heads are the ones that has to make the decision. It's all the information that we know, but it's also loaded with like all the stories that we tell ourselves and all the things that we're thinking about and all the opinions of other people, like all that stuff is up here. So I always encourage people to come back down to your heart, just sit with it, meditate in it, get quiet with it and mm-hmm. it you and says, Hey, like move, like this is a good idea. And things are flowing again, right? They're flowing. It's easy to come by. That's usually an indicator that you're moving in the right direction, right? Resistance usually is like a notice. It's like a flag warning. It's like, if you're getting resistance in something, it doesn't mean that it's not ever going to happen. It just maybe means that the timing. It's not the right time. Right. Yeah. You know, it's interesting. We're talking about this. Like I, um, I know for me, for example, and I'll just share this little piece of wisdom with you because I feel it's on my heart to share is It was 2021. It was coming to the end of 2021. And uh, funny, like you, I launched my business in 2018 as well. Mm-hmm. Two incredible years in the Buzz Tour company. So the first year was course quieter. By the second year, I was so busy. I knew that I had to hire a full team and the whole thing come the next year, right? Like I had big plans. Amazing. And then of course, well, this thing happened that shut us all down and my business couldn't operate like that anymore. So became really creative and like you pivoted, which I learned to hate that word at the time, um, but pivoted so many times in that period of time uh, to create something that could al- allow me to survive during that period. Mm-hmm. Right? So I almost had the opposite experience of you. You got busy in the sense that people were wanting to decorate and it was, it became almost easier for you in one sense, right? Yeah. Where for me, it became really difficult because it's like, how do I bring in an income mm-hmm. that, is also offering some kind of entertainment and fun for people. And anyways, I share this piece with you because when it came to the end of 2021 and I had to make a decision, cause I already knew I was like, I don't want to keep doing this. Like, I don't want to keep pivoting like this because it's too yeah. much, right? It's like too much change too fast. And, um, and it's not enjoyable or fun. I'm not getting any fulfillment out of it anymore. Like it's just feels like work all the time. And so I had to make this decision. Do I want to move forward with this business or not? And I used my head for every decision Mm. and I talked myself into moving forward when my heart knew it wasn't right for me to move forward at that time. Oh, and and how how did that turn out? Well, and it turned out where I had to close the business last December. So I ended up taking out a big loan and like made all these big changes and all this stuff happened when I listened to my head because I was also afraid of what might come. Right. Right. What do I do if I don't do this? What else am I? Who else am I if I don't do this thing? And I, so I listened to the fear in my head and I kept going, even though my heart was like, let's put a pause button in this for a moment because we don't know if this is right. But I didn't listen. I instead went with my head and then a year later ended up closing my doors. So I share this with you because um, it it didn't work out because like we know the world did not turn around in 2022 <laughs> mm-hmm. in the sense of like for business, right? I share it because out of my experience in listening to my head and allowing my head out of fear to make the decision that it wouldn't come up again if I, you know, didn't take the, oh, what else am I going to do? Like getting all caught up in this, this like monkey brain of thoughts. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
my heart was like, I just wasn't paying attention enough. It was yeah. the whole time to not move forward. So I share that with you, not, not as like a, like a warning, <laughs> maybe it's coming across that way, but more in a sense of like, allow yourself to sit still with it mm -hmm. and allow yourself to feel it. Because if your body feels it and you feel it, and it feels like the right decision for you, you'll know mm -hmm. and a lot of head chatter about how or what, ooh, like, just let that be like a, a notice, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, that's what I try to do always. Um, ever since I found out that my gut is always right, I've always just relied on my heart to make the decisions. I mean, I would use my head obviously just to be a little bit logical too, but I've yes. always relied on my heart to make my decisions. Just going into business and becoming an entrepreneur was a decision I made with my heart entirely. I had no backup plan. I didn't have a job. I just went with it. And um, yeah, I, I no regrets whatsoever. Yeah. Amazing. Well, I have thoroughly enjoyed having our conversation. Thank you taking the time out of your day to come and chat with me. And I would love for you to share with our followers, like our listeners, where can they find you? Tell them. All yeah. Uh, I'm mainly, I'm mainly found on Instagram. I feel like I always say I live there. Um, and my handle is at the goods by Shay, or you can go to my website, um, the goods by All my stuff is on there and you can reach me on both. Amazing. And I will be sure to keep, add that into the show notes as well so that people can find you if they're driving in their car right now and they can't jot that down or whatever, just go to the description and you'll find all the details about Shane, where you can find her and her beautiful creations. Um, they're so wonderful. And Shay, I wish you nothing but the best in this decision moving forward, but also in everything, Shay. Um, you're doing amazing girl. And I'm so, so proud of you and really love the opportunity that we've had to chat here in this space today. Thanks, Christine. Likewise. Oh my gosh. I'm so happy. We finally connected. This was amazing. This is a conversation I needed <laughs> to start my day. Honestly. Oh, I love that. Well, thank you again. And to our listeners, you know, there's always something here. It's like pick up what's for you and leave behind what's not. Um, but I think there's lots of little nuggets in this conversation. And just to be encouraged that it nothing is always working out in the moment. But eventually things always work out for us, right? It's okay to take a rest. It's okay to take a break. It's okay to be quiet for a little while and it's okay to heal. In fact, I encourage the healing, um, but to eventually find a place where you can pull yourself out, get out there or talk to people, say it out loud and move yourself forward. I love this. Thank you again, Shay. Thank you listeners for being here and we'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to this episode. I'd like to invite you to hit the follow button on this podcast so you'll be notified when the next one drops. And if you liked this episode, please leave a review as it will help others to find this message. You can also find me on Instagram and Facebook at It's Me Christine D. Or if you'd like to connect about being a guest on the show, ask me about group or one-on-one -on -one joy and mindset coaching, learn more about the Joy Project community, or consider hiring me for your next speaking engagement, please visit itsmechristinedee.ca. Thank you again, and I'll see you next time.